don't know. I don't know if it actually caught. I don't know if it actually caught it though. I don't know if it actually caught it though. I think it's if it starts off with Ick, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it because I I didn't I didn't I I didn't intend to click it. Yeah. I thought you weren't. We were just gonna say it super fast. No, you held onto it. So when I hit the button, <laughs> I really I really want this episode to start off with you going Ick. <laughs> Just so people can get confused on what the hell you're doing. But anyways, uh, besides us being stupid, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Queuing Up Podcast. I'm your host as always, Danny Rocha Jr. Joined by the co-host, who's, you know, he's here when he needs to be. Oh, he's here when he wants to be. He is a fashionista now, a diva if you would. And uh, if you didn't hear him through his laugh, would you please introduce yourself? Tell you guys, give me more money. I won't be here every week. <laughs> <laughs> you know how mad I'd be if like my friends really started Venmoing me for you to be here? Yeah. I'd be like, I hate you. I hate the fact that people are, this is like a weird version of OnlyFans, but to hear your voice. <laughs> Did you know, by the way, OnlyFans has an audio option? Do you think I can make good money off of my voice? Yes. <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> you, think, you think women could get off to me with just my voice alone? Yes. <laughs> yep dude i'll i'll read i'll just like read like some random read that crap. yeah i'll just read like do an story. audiobook of that book on, saying, let's see let's start off with that. <laughs> he's like let's get there let's start off all right not everyone who hears the call to adventure wants to answer it you guys get to figure out what book that's from <laughs> it was the fact that you took a breath and it went anyways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in today's episode it's gonna be an interesting one this uh, idea came from Rob, and uh, he forgot it a bunch of times, so he's yeah, the reason why we didn't do it. Because there was a lot of times where coworkers at work would like bring up, like, you know, like these, these games, right? And it just made me think. I was like, oh, hey, we should do a topic. That'd be a pretty fun topic, I think, to talk about. Oh, easily. One. So, and then I was gonna bring it up to you, like the day of that I that I you know thought of it, and I just kept forgetting. It's been like a week now, and I finally brought it up today. And so we decided to sit down and record it because mm-hmm. we had the time. So. Oh, yes. So if you haven't guessed, the uh, episode topic today is going to be the top three games. And this is two different lists from both of us. But if, you know, yeah, we yeah. have a game that corresponds with the other person. So, for example, if I said, like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance and he's like, oh, crap, that was on my list, you know, like, then we'll just, you know, skip what we we're going to do and go to the next number. My list is out of order. There is no list that goes higher or lower. Rob, if I do believe you said yours was in I have, order. I have, yeah, I have a bit of a list. Okay, okay. So, so we're just going to get right into it. Let's play rock, paper, scissors real quick, see who goes first. Yeah. Just well, one well, it's, uh, it, well, the, we're uh, doing, you're doing, you do your, like, if you win, you do your number three first. Well, I, I, don't, I don't even know if we said what the full topic was. I just did. I literally just got done explaining it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah, were looking so, at me at yeah, one so, point. So, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh, no, I said we have a list of three games. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. three games that, uh, like, flopped and they shouldn't have or games that kind of, like, flopped but didn't get the, like, the light they deserved. Like, they should have yeah. given more time. Because I honestly think nowadays the amount of time people give video games is absurd, like a small amount. Oh, Like, yeah. if your opening day isn't good – and there's one bug in it, people, like, some people will give you, like, a zero out of five stars. Yeah, they won't even, like, return to it. Yeah. Like, it's understandable if you had a beta for two years. <laughs> Unless you're, like, a big-name game, like, COD. 
(laughs) Yeah, these cards are 9 out of 10, bro. I loaded the game, and all I hear is people screaming on both ends of the teams the entire game. What do you mean? (laughs) Dude, I loaded the game, and I was met with five prompts. (laughs) No, there's a bug in the... Well, of course there's a bug, but in the uh, new Call of Duty Vanguard beta, since they're, like, you know, getting all the bugs and stuff out, there's a bug that was on Dahi Denogla. It was an audio bug where he was just running around and like you know the announcer dude who he's like double kill oh, yeah. for a solid 30 seconds. The guy did not stop talking. <laughs> he's like enemy capturing Charlie, double kill, triple kill, enemy cha- uh, capturing uh, beta or whatever B is. He's like alpha's going down, capturing alpha, enemy in the quadrant. And he's like, <laughs> and then Noga just goes, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> he's like, he just keeps fucking talking. <laughs> I'm like, I would lose my mind. <laughs> But anyways, let's play a quick rock, paper, scissors, see who goes first. It's on shoot. I I always lose this. It's on shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I always lose these. So number three. My number three in a game that what was the one time that I actually won that? I remember like we placed like a bet. And that was the one time that it actually mattered I won. Yeah, it was something with it was something to do with Magic the Gathering. I know that. Because that's how we used to do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like a bet that we made. I think so. I, I don't oh, no, no, no. It was when uh, uh, we were going to Best Buy because I was debating buying something for my computer. Oh, yeah. And that's the one time you won. You're like, okay, if I win, we won't go. You won. And you're like, of course, the one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you wanted to do was just not sit. You're like, I don't want to sit. Like, he's like, because you said no offense. You're like, I don't want to just sit in your house. I was like, I feel like let's go do something. Yeah. And you're like, all right, if I win, we won't go to Best Buy. And you won. So we sat there playing Magic <laughs> for like three hours. And you're like, damn it. But anyways, starting off with my number three. It's not out, like this is out of order. There is no like this game, this game. But like, I think No Man's Sky. That was actually my. That was actually going to be my third one. Yeah, they, was yeah. it? So, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was actually going to be my, on my, on my, yeah, number three. So we can agree that, yeah, yeah. So we can agree that, like, that game should have been given a and, lot more and, time. And, and well, the reason why I put it at number three, like at the bottom of my list, was because like it deserved to flop when it first was out. Because, oh, because because of all the false advertising. That, oh, the that, amount that, that, of that, crap that games. The amount of crap they promised you, and then on the very first like day like opening day it there's was just, no it like was awful. there was nothing that they gave all you. the planets were super repetitive a lot of the things that were in the trailers and stuff weren't actually in the game and so you know they were actually sued for false advertising so it actually deserved to flop when it first opened but after that whole like negative impact no one decided to play it but after they started updating a lot of things and putting a lot more stuff into the game, it's actually really good now. The one, the it's one, really dope. The one, the one update they just recently came out with another one, but this update is the one that really got me. Is when you could, uh, when you could start building home bases and customizing them. Yep. More in depth. Yep. So instead of just a house, and they and they made multiplayer a lot more um, realistic instead of like instead of like a ball of light that follows you. Yeah. It's yeah, an you, actual person yeah. that can follow and you. You could customize your character too. It's so dope. It's so cool. And then the other one that really got also... me back into it was when they added vehicles. Oh yeah. And I was and like, then, oh, it's so then... nice not getting into my ship and wasting all of that fuel just to go you ten feet. You could also have pets now too. And then uh, what was also really dope was when they added it was the I forget what update it was but it was an update where you can have your own like a freighter ship so you can have like this giant mother yep. ship and then you can have all these tinier ships to like go out and do missions and like fight people and stuff it was it's so cool it's so it's so and being cool. able to just like sit on a planet look up in the atmosphere and summon your freighter ship and then you see this see freighter it. ship from the depths of space 
come up flying here. into the atmosphere. So then you just look up and there's your giant freighter ship just in the sky. It's so dope. It kind of reminds so me of cool. like scenes from Star Wars. I think, was it the Clone Wars or was it Rebels? There's a scene where like there's a bad guy. And I think, like, it was, I think it was Rogue One. Was when it Rogue they, One? I think it, was, I think it was Rogue One when they were on a scarif. Yeah, that, and there's like, like that like ocean. Yeah, and there's like because I know it's the bad guy. Planet. It's the bad guy that does this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Empire. Like a, I'm pretty sure it was a Star Destroyer that comes into the atmosphere. Yeah, it just and stops. I was like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more firepower than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like a couple. No, he brought in like the motherland itself. That's literally the mothership and the motherland in one. I haven't seen Rogue One in a while. Was it's. Good. It was such a like it was so like bittersweet to me because my favorite character I'm like Donnie, by the way Donnie's character like I'm the worst the worst when it comes to picking favorite characters. Funny enough, Don uh, Donnie Yen was uh, my second favorite character. Oh, in that movie, uh, it was the robot was my favorite. Oh yeah, the robot. The, the robot was really good. The way he spoke, the way he like was about himself, I just loved it so much. Yeah. Same thing with uh, uh what was it uh, the Mandalorian the the main character or mm-hmm. the, yeah he's my favorite character but i like there's many times i was like bro he's just going through shit right now <laughs> yeah i have a crappy sense of like you're my favorite character <laughs> i actually saw a post on reddit that kind of like pretty much explains um dinjarin i think he's how you pronounce yeah. the name to like a t where it was like dinjarin tries to act like this heartless you know mandalorian that doesn't take off his mask mm-hmm. but in reality he just has a heart made of beskar and i was like <laughs> That's pretty good. That is, that's yeah. Pretty good. He does basically. That's a that's a really great way to describe him. Yeah. Like he'll say what's on his mind usually, but not to the it's not to the degree of Boba Fett where he Yeah. He, so the difference between Dijar is it Dijarin? Dinjarin, I think it is. I think it's I think it's Dinjarin. Yeah, yeah. it's Dinjarin. Yeah. So the difference between Boba and Dinjarin is Boba will say it in the rudest way possible. And and mean to offend you. Yeah, like <laughs> I love the way you describe the whole cafe or like that. I think I call it a cafe, but that bar scene with Boba and Mando walking into it. Oh yeah, yeah. Just see, like just having him describe it as that's one of the most Boba Fett things to do. Because one of the um, wow, what is their names? Those three people, um, the three Mandalorians. Oh man, I forget what the red haired chick was named. Like Bo-Katan. Name was. Yeah, I know her name, but I forgot. I forget the other. Because it's not names. Death Watch. Isn't it like Dawn something? Oh no no! Crimson Dawn was. I'm pretty sure Crimson Dawn. Was that was Darth I, Maul's. I know yeah, that. That was Darth Maul's thing. I forget. The, Are they still Death Watch then? They might still be Death Watch. Because all I remember so. was the scene where they took off their helmets and he stopped and looked at him and he's like, "You're not Mandalorian." And yeah, you take off your helmets or whatever. And they're like, "We're a different kind of Mandalorian." Yeah, it's like now we're as Mandalorian as you can get. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, because we're like, yeah, we're actually from the planet Mandalore. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that yeah? Because aren't they actually born <laughs> yeah. on Mandalore? No, yeah, well. I think they were well. They were born on Mandalore, and they were part of Death Watch. So they were exiled from Mandalore to the moon. So then, because the the Mandalorians that were on the moon were the people that still believed in the old way of Mandalore. And that's isn't that so the whole like this is the way kind of thing? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like you have the armor, and you're all about just combat. I like like that. That, that was old Mandalore. Real where, quick, real quick. Their, well, their form of justice and their form of like government was just to go out and conquer, right? But then democracy came in, like you know, future times, and so they're so they're being more progressive and everything. So, so like the progressives out, like weighed the conservatives, I guess you could say, and they exiled all the people that wanted to still have that combat-heavy lifestyle, exiled them to the moon of Mandalore, and that's where I'm pretty sure Bo-Katan, yeah, Bo-Katan was part of that because she was still under, I think his name was Previsla, 
uh, the leader of the Death Watch. Because I just know there's two Vizlas. Yeah, I know, I know there's the there's the Viz because it's House Vizla. Yeah, and it's named after the dude who's the first. And just to make just to make Jedi. just to make sure I'm saying it correctly, is it Vizla or Isla? Vizla. Vizla. Okay, because yeah. I thought you were saying two different words no, at it's one point. Vizla. Yeah, yeah. Vizla. Okay. V I S L A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, as you're saying. And that was the that was the last name of the Jedi of the first Mandalorian Jedi to make it on the council, like a Jedi council, and he was the one that had the black lightsaber. So I know that they're part of House Vizla. And I just like I forget if the leader was pre Vizla or if that was the name of the Jedi, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, she was underneath him at first because they were, you know, they're part of Death Watch, and then Darth Maul killed. Pretty sure his name was pre Vizla. Yeah, pre Vizla is the one you're talking about. Yeah, and Bo Katan was like, "I'm not going to let an outsider rule Mandalore." But then all the other Death Watch people were like, but he just killed the leader. So technically he is the ruler of Mandalore by our rules. And Bo-Katan was like, but he's not a Mandalorian. He's a Zabrak. Like, this just seems wrong to have him be the ruler of Mandalore. And so they kind of like split off. And she just like went on her own. And she is still like hell-bent on like ruling Mandalore. Like under like the, like, under, like, the more conservative ways. Even all the way to the Mandalorian series. But yeah, she's she's Mandalorian. Apparently I, his name is Terra Terra Vizla. The T A R R E is his first name. I think it's Terra Vizla. The Jedi or yep, the main dude. What the one who became the first one. The, oh yeah, the, the, okay. So Pre Vizla was the dude who was the leader of Death Watch. Okay, that's what I was right. I still do like that they that whole thing though with Bo Katan. Real quick before we get back on topic, since we got off topic on the Star Wars, but just I just love that so much. Where they're like, "Well, it is in our policies that he is now our new leader." But bro, like, yeah. <laughs> like, if yeah. you put that into like modern day society, the way the speech would be so different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, technically, this guy did win all the votes so but he wasn't born in the united states <laughs> <laughs> it's like what kind of, when was mandalore democracy <laughs> but yeah like overall i'd say that it did not get the like it did not get the time it deserved personally yeah no man's sky no it didn't i mean it, it deserved to flop when it first came out because yeah like you said all of the false advertisement and stuff mm-hmm. they did it not deserve it but when all those updates and stuff came out, people just didn't even give it a second chance. But it deserved one. Yeah. So if you have No Man's Sky and you didn't give it a second chance, put it back in your console, update it, and play it. I've, it's it's sick. It's dope. I was gonna say real quick. I have a friend who's mad at me that I play uh, <laughs> that I play No Man's Sky, but I can't play Subnautica. Oh, really? She's like, how are you okay with alien life forms, but you're not okay with the ocean? Space is dope. Dude. And I said two things. One, no matter what the gravity is, I'm either stuck or I can move in some way, shape, or form. Two, I'm not in a free fall state like water. I'm not having to constantly keep myself afloat. Yeah. Yeah, true. And she goes, but the ocean's so... No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. I guarantee we probably know more about the moon (laughs) than we know about what's in the ocean. (laughs) Let that sink in. We were so terrified of the ocean. We'd rather go into outer space. But, but not, but not even that. It's like how. It's like that question. That question is like kind of dumb to me. Where it's like, how are you okay with being in outer space? Like, bitch, 
we're in outer space. Everything is literally in space. <laughs> like we're sure we're on just earth, the, but we're in space. Earth the, is in space. Like just the breathing the we're <laughs> it, like we're in space. Like what like what do you mean? How can you be okay with being in space? We're in space. We might we, we might we might be like affected by gravity and on earth, but we're we're in space. Because I, <laughs> I think what they what she meant to say was like in outer space. Yeah, I guess. Like so. we are in space, but to go in outer space means you're in the out part of the space that we're I no longer so. like. But once again, there you are doing the whole small minute <laughs> things. It's not that there's things in the ocean, it's the fact that you had to get like factual. Anyway, since we both agreed on number three, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is Absolver. I don't know if you remember what that game is. Yeah, Absolver is a fighting game. Kind of, uh, I mean, not really like Tekken because it has auto combos, but it's like Tekken to the point where it's... Does it have juggle physics? No, it doesn't have juggle physics. So yeah, so... It'd be more like, it'd be more it, like Mortal Kombat then. No, because it doesn't have juggle physics. It's like it... Because that's what Tekken is. Tekken has the juggle physics. Oh, okay. So it'd be more uh, closer to Mortal Kombat. So it's well, it's it's on the level of Tekken to the point where it's like a 3D fighting arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just like on the one line. Yeah. Uh and um uh there's like and it's like Tekken where it's where you know how like in Tekken there's some moves that can like duck under certain moves. like if you did like a low like kick and something to like a high punch the, the kick would like duck under and actually you know how tekken's like that where it's like it's super detailed like, yeah, when it comes to like boxes. the hit boxes and stuff it's not like it's super like, smash bros where you yeah, hit the no. air and you hit it's like characters. it's like that with absolver too like absolver there's like pretty much like a roundhouse kick right if you do the roundhouse kick when somebody does a low tripped kick the low tripped kick will duck underneath the roundhouse kick right there's also a rolling punch where if you did the rolling punch and absolver, if somebody tried to do a jab, the rolling punch would duck underneath the jab, and you'd punish them with with the with the rolling punch, and it's like a three D fighter too. It's a very difficult fighting game, but it is very like it is it's so interactive because you have there's no indicators either on like where like the like the move is coming from. You just have to like react to the move if it's reactable, right? And you have to f- get into your opponent's head to figure out their like habits to actually be able to punish them. That's the best way to beat your opponent in that game is you have to figure out their habits because it is next to impossible to be able to like react to some of the moves. And it's next to impossible to be able to like guess what they're going to be able to do because there is no one single move set. You have a customizable move set, right? Sure, everyone has the same pool of moves to choose from, but you make your own move set. So not every single opponent is the same. So you, the best way to fight against your opponent in that game is you have to get into their mind and you have to figure out their habits and punish them based off those habits. It is such an interactive fighting game. It is so dope. And, a- and not to mention, every single move in that game is a proper martial arts move too. It's so sick. Because if I'm it's not mistaken, so I think I've played it before. I have. It's a it. very hard game. So, I mean, there's no surprise that it flopped because of how difficult it is. Well, but it is fun. But I can see the reason for it, too, is if you have moves where you can't necessarily tell. Like, for example, in, like, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Broly does a move where he leans his, like, he will puff his chest up and lean back. 
that gives you indication that you know he's going to do that lariat move where he runs and fucking just chest bumps yeah. you basically or hits you with his arm. So that yeah. gives you indication like, oh, okay. Because, I, yeah, I have played that game. Because I always remembered it was, it is kind of hard to understand because you can't just right off the rip know what this person's going to do. You yeah. have to let the game go through so you can be like, okay, they're going to do like, yeah. for example, a it's, left jab, it, right jab, rolling kick. So you can be like, all right, move, move, get out the way. It's ex- it's exactly like fighting somebody like in real life. Could you imagine if, seeing, if, if, you, if you were to fight somebody in real life? Not not everyone has this has the same move set. Could you, know? you imagine that, like not every somebody, not every six foot dude has the same move set as every other six foot dude? You yeah, know but could saying? you imagine seeing like, it, though? Like you about to get into a fight with someone and the stats pop up. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! This is ninety six and oh that, all by what, KOs. That's what I like about Resolve uh, Absolver, it's it's super realistic because it, it. I mean, I don't know if every single move is a proper fighting move like a proper like martial arts move but a lot of them are and it's and every single person that you come across has their own customized move set so then so you can't you can't just guess what the person is going to be able to do like in say games like for honor or like mortal Kombat, they have each character has certain move sets so you so you know what their limitations are based off of their move sets that's not the case for absolver Absolver is just kind of like we got to see what they do first. Yeah, you have you have to play neutral game. You have to throw jabs to test them, use your block to figure out what they're gonna do, get into their head based off of their reactions and their and their actions, and punish them for it. If it's I'm, so cool. If I'm not mistaken, that's the same game where you could switch styles while fighting, right? Like the right stick or something does something. Uh oh yeah the right yeah the right stick depending on the style that you have the right yeah. stick has a certain move. So there's. They actually have five classes now in that game because they came out with an update a while ago. Uh, they have uh, they have they call it windfall, where depending on where you flick the stick up, down, yep. left, or right, you dodge in that in that in that in that way. So if you you know flick down, he would duck. If you flick up, he would jump. If you flick to the left or right, he would dodge to the left or right. And whenever that happened, if you ever did that and you timed it right to to perfectly dodge a move, you would gain a lot of your stamina back. And stamina is used to obviously like throw punches, but also yep. block too. So when you block and you get hit, it takes away some of your stamina. And there's some moves in the game where, you know, uh, like a flying knee, if you got hit by a flying knee while you're blocking, it would take a lot more stamina than just a jab, right? Yeah, because you're, so, you're, like, it's like you're literally, you're, you're holding back the momentum of another person. Yeah. So imagine yeah. if a sumo wrestler <laughs> ran at you like five miles an hour and jumped <laughs> with a flying knee. Yeah, that is like a 400 plus pound dude <laughs> with the smallest <laughs> bit of momentum. He is rocking your world yeah. and throwing you against whatever's behind you. But Wait, like, and I, then uh, so you know when you dodge that move yep. and you gain that stamina back, it's actually really good because you're gaining a lot of stamina from being able to like blocking, figure out what your opponent's gonna do. Then if you to read the next move, you can like dodge it appropriately, gain a lot of your stamina back. So then you could either attack right away. Or start blocking again, right? So because you have all that stamina. There's another one called the Forsaken style, where he parries depending on which. Direction is that the? If I'm not saying that's the Drunken Fist style, isn't it? No, no, no. Because no. I know there there is a Drunken Fist style. I know, that one has yeah. a different one. Because the way when I played, uh, it was with uh, Mitch. Mitch showed me that like, uh, he had when you do a certain move and you flick back, he turns into the Drunken Fist style where he counters. And I know it's Drunken uh, Fist because the way his character's moving looks like he's drunk and he has his hands up where they're just kind of like hanging. Yeah. So the way it would work is like the computer came at me and kicked my character. He got kicked on the right side, so he leaned. But as he leaned, he threw a left hook. Like yeah. It was it was really cool to watch. But I was like, this just seems like it hurts. And then he showed me the style he was using. You take damage to inflict more. 
So for example, a character came up and like basically Superman punched him. His character spun around and cracked him with the back of his fist. Yeah. And he's like, you notice how I took like a third of health and I took almost his entire health bar. Yeah. Like he's using the momentum. It's kind of like uh, Garo, Garo, Garo from One Punch Man, the flowing river smashing rock or whatever that is, where he uses the momentum of like oh, their abilities against oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is still a dope fucking fighting style. Hey, you know how you hit me like, you know, 13 megatons of TNT? I'm going to hit you yeah. with 39 megatons of TNT. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, cool. He gets hit and triples the effect. God, that'd be yeah. busted. So then there, yeah, so then there's the Forsaken style too where you parry, where the parry, uh, it's either direction and you kind of like the windfall where you dodge. And then if you were to time it right and you parry to move, it would kind of like freeze time for a little bit. So it gives you a little bit of time to punish and it gives you a tiny bit of stamina back. Oh, so you're cheating now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's one... Oh, I forget the name of I forget the name of the class, but it pretty much just gives you like armor like all around. It doesn't matter which way you flick the stick, the character would just like kind of take a stance and gain like full body armor. And if you were to do that and somebody were to punch you, they would they would slow down and you'd be able to you'd be able to counter them. Um that's just the thing is with that one, because the difference between that one and the uh and the one with the parrying is that the one with the parrying you have to get the right direction, right? This one if you just any direction he, he would pretty much do the same thing as parrying, right? Just the thing is, there are some moves like the flying knee in the game, for example, again, where it could actually just go through that whole ability. Um, <laughs> Imagine then, feeling so cool because you're like, yeah, this attack's not going to do any and just getting kneed in yeah. the mouth. <laughs> like just, oh, damn, weakness, my teeth. <laughs> oh, yes, my weakness, my bones. And then, yeah, there's the drunken fist, which is really cool. They have a lot of like moves. Actual martial arts. Yeah, they have, they have a lot of moves that like embody like the drunken fist style too in that game. But then the most recent one that they came out with is actually um, is actually uh, the is actually the uh, uh, martial arts that Bruce Lee came up with. I forget what it's called. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But when when you're in when you play that style, when you walk, you walk like Bruce Lee when he's fighting. And uh, uh, in the top two stances, you can parry like uh, like the Forsaken. And then in the and then in the bottom two stances. Uh, you can uh, you can dodge like windfall, and then when and then when you dodge or parry, it brings you to the opposite side of the stance. I am it's gonna, really cool. I'm gonna butcher this, and I apologize for anyone who actually speaks the language. It looks like it says Jeet Kundo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, is it, it that is it that walk where he has his thumbs in his or he's like yeah this? kind of yeah yeah he has like he has like the momentum going yeah. whenever whenever when you play does, this the thing I liked about that I think Mitch pointed that out too they have an emote where it does his little thing where he's standing there and he'll flick his nose. Oh yeah. Even yeah, though his do, character yeah. doesn't have a nose, yeah, he goes just, yeah. he like flicks it with his thumb and goes like that. I was like, this is sick. Yeah, they uh yeah, and so um when you walk with that character in that style, you walk like Bruce Lee. It's so cool. They did like a whole tribute to Bruce Lee with with this whole fighting style and they added moves and stuff to like to like um correlate with the fighting style. They even yeah. added the one inch punch. I was gonna say, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, and the, and the one inch punch is like the flying knee where it goes through that ability. Yeah. So like you could just so you you'll just do it and the guy would just like walk up do this and then just like you know put his hand out like the like one inch punch where he kind of like holds that one yeah yeah, puts his fingers against the chest just goes through it the same thing as like a flying knee the same effect just you will go through that ability i know that i know like even if it's like an anime a movie cartoon even real life whenever you see someone get one inch punched even if it's like you know it's absolutely (laughs) fictitious it's so dope yeah like goku did it against frieza and uh, dragon ball super he went up to him except he didn't extend his entire fingers he took his pointer and his middle finger and just played like the second knuckle on him. Yeah. And literally made an indent on his chest. <laughs> he teleported up to him and just, dude, I was like, God. Yeah. 
So overall, would you say the reason that game flopped is because of the difficulty? I think it's because it was because of the difficulty. I I remember because it is the game, from what I learned it. The only the, the reason game, I did well is because of I knew about fighting games beforehand. Because yeah. even fighting the computers that was hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely had to have knowledge on fighting games beforehand, being able to like get into your opponent's head or like even AI's like programming to be able to predict what's going to come next mm-hmm. and punish it for it. That's the only way you could actually succeed in that game. Um. Real quick, hold that thought. We're, we're going to be right back. Okay. All right, so. As you're saying. Going to conclude with Absolver. Uh, yeah, Absolver didn't. Uh, well, Absolver flopped because of how difficult it was. Um, I remember when I first. I, I played it on release. And when I first played it, there was a lot of people that was on. Um, because uh, part of the game, too, outside of like the PvP, uh, it's all. It's like a free roam area where you could go around and fight AI. Um but depending on your servers that you connect to, uh, other players could also free roam that same area, and they could just up and randomly pick a fight with you. Um, outside of like actually going into like a PvP arena and you know fighting. So um, I remember when I first started playing the game, there's a lot of people that would actually be in that free roam area and would just come up and just pick fights with you for no reason. But then, just... but then now, when you hop on the game, you could walk around the entire map and run into nobody, and then you could sit, and then you would sit in like the waiting times. For you know, like the PvP arenas, you'd sit there for like maybe five minutes before you could get a match. Good God! And like it's 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 a dead game, but it really didn't deserve to die. Yeah, it was difficult, but if you learned how to like read opponents' habits and punish them for it, it's like it's in my it's, opinion, it's such a cool game. In my opinion, it's like For Honor. For Honor, I don't care what anyone says, is not a beginner-friendly game. It is not. not. For Honor is kind of on the same level where you have to you have to predict what your opponent's gonna do, but the thing is with For Honor, each character has a limited moveset. Oh yeah. Absolver doesn't. That's what makes it so hard. That's what makes it so hard was because, because it's customized movesets. Sure, it's all the same move. Like you can have the same moves, but it's a customizable moveset. It's highly unlikely that you'll run into somebody who has the same exact moveset could, as the last person you just played. Could you imagine before we go on to like my number two? Could you imagine? Fighting a guy, so like, say it's so customizable to the point where like you can put a move on your square, triangle, circle, X, oh. L1, L2, R1, R2, right? Like each button does a different move. Yeah. But someone just made it a right jab or a left jab for every button. So this person's just wailing on you with one hand, like just one hand the entire time, just beating the piss out of you. You know how mad yeah. I'd be? Because like you can easily beat some if you beat anybody with the one punch, like just hitting them with the one hit. Like just a one jab throughout the entire game and killing them. I would then send them a message through PSN, Xbox Live, or like Steam, whatever. Being like, funny thing is, I'm actually left-handed. Or like, you say you're the opposite hand you beat oh, them with. Yeah. <laughs> be like, my left hand's stronger. Be like, bro, I hate this guy. I'm, re- I'm reporting you for for boosting. Reminds me of uh, of uh, Arthur from Fire Force. Oh because my sword is in my left hand that was such a dumb scene I'm right-handed that was so dumb because the they made him seem so smart yeah that's a topic for another thing but that was so dumb so oh, dumb I, I, lo- I love that scene it was so good it was so stupid but yeah no absolver if if you've never heard of it and you like fighting games check it out uh you spell it a a b s o l v e r so it's solver but a b at the beginning so absolver yeah, it, it so. solves the it solves the situation on why you don't have abs. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, mean. But yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> if like if if you ever wanted to like customize your own move set, and ha- in like a fighting game that's super realistic, 
it's ob- absolver is is the game for you and i mean you you can i i have you you can have three different they call it decks which is like your customized move set yep um you can have up to three of them my three consists of a taekwondo deck which is all kicks i have a deck that's a, a boxing deck all so punches. It's, it's all punches and then i have uh, a deck that's a muay thai deck so it, it's punches but there's a lot of uh, shin kicks elbows and knees Ugh. so it's it's a really cool game. Could you imagine being someone like I, I'm pretty sure there is someone out there in real life who's like a UFC fighter, a performer who's a mixture of capoeira and Muay Thai. Oh, dude, <laughs> that'd be insane. Imagine getting like someone break dancing on you while physically break dancing you. <laughs> yeah, like you're getting broken. So while instead of dancing, so instead of like that one move where like they'll spin their legs to trip you. They're yeah. using their knees or their shins instead yeah. of like the sides of their leg. Yeah, and see, and see, this is why I wish Absolver oh. didn't flop too, because if, if Absolver got a lot more money and a lot more backing to it, they would have added a lot more martial arts. I There's can, so many. I can though. guarantee you, they would have added at least probably Wing Chun and probably like a Jiu Jitsu type. <laughs> Could you imagine if they added just like a, a civilian type kind of fighting, <laughs> <laughs> like you're just, just just lean backs and like just swapping. Just yeah, like just you're you're not even there's no form to it. It's just unpredictable. Yeah. Like even more unpredictable than a drunken fist. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, this guy's a civilian and drunken fist user. The, the special ability, you know how like all these people have like these parries and dodges and stuff. Yeah. Their special ability, since they aren't trained, they just pull out guns and shoot you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they pull out like little knives or something just to get stabbed with it. Like <laughs> stab you real quick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on to the next game. My number two is, how, in all honesty, I think, because I like I never heard it was a bad game, but it did, it wasn't as good as the second game in the series. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three is my favorite uh, PlayStation Two game to ever grace PlayStation Two in my life. I, I love that game through and through. The reason I love it so much, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of stuff wrong with that game. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff wrong with a lot of PlayStation 2 games. Yeah. So, like, for example, there's these moves that I call rush, like, uh, rush moves. Yeah. So, like, they would rush the character down, and if they hit you, like, they physically would, like, because Dragon Ball Z, you can fly, or, like, you physically run at the character. If they run up and hit you with the move. So, like, some characters have, like, Masaroshi. He doesn't fly. He'll jump at you and throw an elbow. And if he hits you with that elbow, there's a little animation of, like, his little combo he does. It was so annoying because there are some rush moves that are so short <laughs> and the hitboxes are so like on point to the fact that like you can come right up, nick the chin of the character <laughs> and it will not connect, <laughs> but they will take damage from it. It's so annoying. <laughs> but like the thing I loved about it that made it a fun game was the difficulty. And the reason why it was so hard is because it stayed true to the actual anime. So, for example, the oh. weakest character in that entire game is Hercule. Oh, how yeah. much damage he does to the strongest character in the game? Zero. Oh. <laughs> Every time you throw a punch, it gives you stats. He, I did a whole, like, 36-hit combo. Zero, 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 zero. And that's like, congratulations, 36 hits for zero damage. I'm like, cool. <laughs> he punched me once and took all my life. Like I, Because I think you Hercule is so weak, he only has two health bars. Every other character who's on, like, a base level has three. <laughs> he got punched once by this character i lost my whole first health bar and i was like i'm about to die i'm gonna die here <laughs> but it's like it stays true to the character so like uh the strongest character in that game is uh super saiyan 4 gogeta 
And that's, you know, for some people who don't know, that's Vegeta, Goku, Fuse, Super Saiyan 4. I'm like, it's non-canon, but it still looks dope. But if you're not a Saiyan or a stronger version of other characters, for example, if you're just normal Piccolo from the start of Dragon Ball, you do like 100 damage per hit. He's going to hit you for like 13,000. Yeah. So like it actually stays true. You need stronger characters to fight stronger characters. Yeah. That's what I loved about the game. And do not even get me started on the cinematic destruction of planets. If they hit you with an ultimate move and you dodge it, the planet literally explodes and it changes into a whole new map. That's cool. It is so dope. Oh, and then there was the beam struggles or like just the struggles in general. So like if I threw a Kamehameha, you threw a Gallic gun and they hit, you would then spin the like the analog sticks as fast as you can. <laughs> there were little indents on my like my palms of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I have never lost one of those That's funny. ever. <laughs> And one of my friends fought me in that game. And he's like, dude, what the hell? Because I was like, a free, usually the clash is about, I think it gives you like 10 seconds, if that. Yeah. I ended every single clash in less than three seconds. I was just <laughs> rotating so quick. I was, he's like, dude, what the hell? I was like, bro, I told you, if I don't lose these, I don't lose these. But like I said, the reason why I think it flopped so much is because there was no way to change that. Because usually in fighting games, you can pick different characters. Yeah. And they're all on like essentially an equal level. Kind of like Injustice where like yep. Batman, Batman could fight Superman. Yeah. And deal damage to him without any Kryptonite. Yep. But yeah. in this game, you can get screwed over yeah. if you pick random characters and the computer gets all the like heaviest hitters. Yeah. It's yeah. so... The like, reason why I probably flopped was because it couldn't have been competitive. Yeah. No. Not in any because sense. Because if it went into the competitive scene, everyone would just pick the same character. They would just pick Gogeta. Yeah. Literally either him or Omega Shenron. Yep. But yeah, the only move that hurts any character with Hercule, because there are some characters Hercule can actually fight that are humans, yeah. but even still he's doing like 13, 14 damage. His ultimate move, Majin Buu, the fat one, comes in and he like hits you and it takes away like half a health bar, if not a full health bar. To Gogeta, it takes away like a tenth. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Imagine having your ultimate move do the same amount of damage as his punch. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? But yeah, that's... That's my number two, and I feel like that's the reason why it really did struggle yeah. is because it stayed too true to the anime, and there's no way to take that off, so everyone's on equal footing. Yeah. Because just like Dragon Ball Fighters, look at that. You have people like Krillin fighting Kid Buu. <laughs> like, we know for a fact that will never work in his favor ever. <laughs> no. no matter how strong he is, I'm sorry for all the Krillin fans, but like he's getting smoked every day of the week. <laughs> anyways, going on to number one. Uh, to my number one. And it's either going to be your number one or you're going to completely forget this game existed and it might change to your number one. I too. feel I feel like I know what it is because I have one in my head right now. If it's the same game, I'm going to lose my mind. To me? Should we, should, should we say both of ours at the same time to see if they match up? Nah, no. No, no, no? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. If they end up being the same thing, I'm going to laugh. But but yeah, this, this is my number one. All right. Predator Hunting Grounds. Funny enough, my my friend, she actually when I bought my PS2 or I got my PS2 for my old uh, my old um not neighbor, uh roommate, she left me her PS2. She goes, oh, I don't know what that is. You know, it's probably broke. She thought it was broke because it didn't have the power cord or like <laughs> the the cords to like play like sound and stuff. Yeah, I wonder how much that cost me to get those two cords replaced. Hmm. Fifteen bucks with both cords. <laughs> Perfectly, basically brand new PS2, only been used like a handful of times. Yeah. I don't know the first game I bought for it. Whatever. Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. That game was, <laughs> I think it was 60 bucks actually. It's an old game, but that's how much that game was. I played it with my friend. We played it for like, what is it? I went to her at four and we're, yeah, we played it for almost 12 hours straight. 
damn it's such a it's nostalgic game yeah but at the end of the night we're like wow this game really is shit huh <laughs> the graphics were just <laughs> graphics were good but the fighting was terrible the moves not hitting even though it physically would hit the kid yeah. once again what made me mad real quick before you go on if you hit them with a beam like a death beam it's a very small hit yeah but the it would literally hit next to you explode something next to you but would not touch you yeah it's like how does that make sense yeah but anyways <laughs> as you're saying so predator hunting grounds i completely forgot the game existed i remember it was so hyped up and i was like i might have to pick this up because it looks dope as hell now are you talking and, about the old one no the new one yeah the newest one then yeah the newest Because there one. was an old one but it was called like predator fight for new york or something no no, no it's the newest one predator yeah. hunting grounds yeah i, I got like, hyped for it too especially I was, when i saw the berserk class i was like mm-hmm. that's me i was so hyped for it and then what are the odds even, mean you get it even watching i mean i'm down <laughs> then, but then like even even watching the uh like all of like the youtubers and content creators like i got early access to it i was hyped for it it looked dope as hell didn't even realize when the release date was completely forgot about it and i feel like a lot of people did and i feel like that game just completely flopped like i nobody plays it I like it's it was just forgotten. I know. I know my number one is probably going to blow your mind. I know for a fact <laughs> it's going to probably. But uh, I just like. I completely forgot the game existed, and that's why I'm putting it as number one is because like I, I had a coworker tell me that the game flopped. He actually played it and the game flopped. I never played it, but I'm putting on my number one anyway. So I don't know anything about it. I'm putting on my number one anyways, because I feel like a lot of people forgot the game even existed. So. I feel like, and that game looks really fun. I feel like that game didn't deserve to flop. And if and if it didn't flop, I feel like they would have been able to come up with some really cool things for that game. I agree. Wise, or if even in a sequel, because I think they have updates for it too. And there's a lot. The thing that got me the most in the trailer was the customization of the the predators. Yep. The different helmets, visors. And I was like, just see. All I know now is Marvel and Alien are part of Marvel because they bought Marvel bought the rights to them. Yeah. The next Marvel fighting game, if there ever is one, throw Alien and Predator in there. Oh, we're making money moves. Yeah, <laughs> we're making. Oh, you tell it right now. If they made like a, a like, if Marvel made an injustice for Marvel and Predator was one of the care, oh, I'm making that dude max level of twenty whatever it is, twenty six whatever. They'd probably make him DLC. <laughs> I don't even care. I'll spend the twenty bucks on the character if I need to. He is one of my favorite fictional like fictional like characters. He's not, I wouldn't say he's like top five. I'd say, yeah, he's top five. Yeah. He's like five or four. He's so dope. But yeah, that's but, uh, my number one just because I feel like it was a good game. Just people forgot about it. So, you ready for this one? Yeah. You're going to, you're easily going to be like, oh, what? <laughs> I don't even know if you played this. Probably not. It is called PlayStation All Stars. It is a oh. battle royale for all PlayStation characters. No, I have, uh, I've seen it, but I haven't ever played it. That yeah. game is so much damn fun <laughs> the reason for it is because you have characters from family friend games rated m for mature games games that are like teen only or whatever all coming together you got kratos you got the character named Sackboy, which is from like i forgot what it's called like little big planet or whatever i've never played that game uh nathan drake from the uncharted series which apparently is a really good game i just i was not a fan of it you have all these different characters. You got Sly Cooper that's in there. I forgot about Sly Cooper. I think Spyro might have been a character. There's just a bunch oh, of different old characters. And just the amount of like strategy that goes into it. Because if I'm not mistaken, so like, you know how in um, Smash Bros, you have 
heavy characters, light characters, medium characters. Yeah, yeah. You have power characters, speed characters, and I think the other one was like strategy or something. Like technical so, or something. Yeah, yeah, so like they would lay bombs or like lay grenades or like barrels. Yeah, okay. Oh, and like it's so cool just to see these characters have different abilities, different things like that. And that hitboxes actually matter in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Good no, God. Not like Smash Bros. where it's just circles. <laughs> For example, if I'm not mistaken, Kratos' uh, uh, Chains of Chaos, he'd throw the blade at you. And if you jumped over the blade, you would start running on the chain instead oh. of ducking under it. But huh. Sackboy is so small that if you do a normal like throw, the blade's the only thing that hits him. So if he like ducked or sidestepped it, he would just be under the chain. <laughs> And the thing about it too, though, is like it's it traps you. If you're under his chain and try jumping, you just hit the chain until it moves over. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I was like, this is cool. This is cool. And I think the reason it did not do as well as other games, like is it supposed to, is just because of Super Smash Bros. Honestly. Yeah. I know yeah. Nick Nickelodeon just came out with theirs. Yeah, Nickelodeon. I think it's literally called Nickelodeon All Stars. Is it All Stars or Smash Stars or something? Let me look it up while I'm talking yeah, still, because like I forget what it's called. But yeah, it has like a. Oh man, I forgot. SpongeBob, I SpongeBob is in it. Yeah, it's Patrick's Nickelodeon it. All Star Brawl. That's what it is. Okay. Because I know people were like, okay, so it's Super Smash Bros. Brawl mixed with PlayStation All Stars. Yeah. So yeah. from what it looks like, it's literally plays like PlayStation All Stars and Smash Bros. put together, except the hitboxes are PlayStation All Stars and the game mechanics itself, like just the like stupid stuff you can do, is like Smash Bros. Yeah. But I honestly think that game did not do as well simply because of Super Smash Bros. Probably. It's Probably. hard to make a game like that when you have such a big titan that Nintendo uh, has. I think they're called... I think those games are called Platform Fighters, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's not a platform fighter. I know, it's a 2D scroller. Yes. Sure. Yeah. And then there's the fighting games like Tekken where they're 3D arenas, aren't they? Yeah. they're called? Yeah. The so. 3D... It's so Tekken's such a nostalgic game. I won't lie, but yeah, that that easily that easily is probably my number one, just because it was so much fun. All the games that I played growing up, because I was more of a PlayStation kid, was yeah. so much fun, so much fun. Yeah. But uh, with that, I think I think that kind of sums up games we like we wish would have got the second chance they deserved. Yeah. Because yeah. there was some good games. Because overall. Our list consisted of No Man's Sky being number three, which was surprising yeah. for both of us. Absolver, Dragon Ball Z Tenkai or Burkai Tenkaichi three, which a lot of my friends could never read the case or read that name because <laughs> it's Budokai Tenkaichi three. Yeah, and they're like that one. Yeah, <laughs> they call it. I think they just call it BT three is what they called it because oh, yeah. there's Budokai three and Budokai Tenkaichi three. Yeah, Budokai three is that three D like arena one oh, where it's like yeah. Tekken. Yeah. It's actually a lot more competitive than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, and then you had number one was uh Predator Hunting Grounds, and then mine was PlayStation All-Stars. And I think those are pretty solid ones. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised you did not say like Transformer War of uh Cybertron. Oh, I mean I guess it didn't necessarily flop, but yeah, like, because because that game didn't have a very big backing. You know, when when a game flops, it has to have like crowded, like a pretty big backing and a pretty good like like a lot of like hype for it yep. and then it just falls like no man's <laughs> sky had a lot of hype for it sucked on release absolver it was there i know a lot of people that were pretty are pretty hyped for it they're like this game looks cool played it this is too difficult forget about it and then uh uh predator for sure i knew that i knew that game took the internet by storm and then all of a sudden forgotten about just cheeks yeah 
So it's always it's always the games that you want to get like like the games you want to get the most and ones that are most hyped usually that are just absolute failures. Yeah. Yep. Unless once again you're Call of Duty, like <laughs> no, it doesn't matter how trash they can literally come out with a game where there's only one gun. It's just a deagle. Everyone has one hit, so there's no hit markers. You can wall bang through like multiple buildings. <laughs> a flashbang lasts the entire round. And people would still play it. Yeah, people would be like, <laughs> just, because, game just, sucks. just because it's COD. Yeah, just because it's the newest COD and they want to be part of the the demographic. The, the, the newest demographic. Yeah, like competitive scene. They want to be part of the COD gods. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, any uh, honorable mentions? Uh, probably, all in all, in all honesty, the like wwe games because after like 2k bought them they're very repetitive so it's like uh, 2k 13 by the way i'm a hypocrite for saying this i'm buying the new one because of covid they couldn't make one last year so i think it's the i think 2k 20 was the last one they made i don't okay. think they made a 21 or 2022 oh wow. Oh, no, they are they're making a 2022 it comes out next year i believe yeah because it's always a year after but now it's a year that's the year of yeah let me tell you one of my favorite wrestlers was a part of the trailer, and I think he might be the cover. No, he's part of the trailer, but it's Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. and it shows how he does his moves. And they had like, the, I'm so happy because those games are fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's the Raw versus SmackDown games, like Raw versus SmackDown 2008, Raw versus SmackDown 2009, introducing like ECW. Yeah, so much fun. I wish those games would have got more like attention. They got yeah. enough, but like it wasn't enough to keep them because the company I believe shut down. Oh, that yeah. made those games. So that's why 2K took it over. I was like, yeah, it's fun, but every game is buggy. Every game is buggy. There's like yeah. bugs where your character will get out of the ring, but walk on air and be like six feet above everyone. <laughs> There's one where your character will completely fold like a lawn chair, but still move like normal. How about you? You have any honorable mentions? Uh, Jump Force. That is a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. But then again, every anime game is not the greatest. Yeah. But yeah. like, Oh my god, I completely forgot about one. Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. Oh yeah. That game is actually yeah. really fun now. Yeah. Is yeah. there still broken stuff? Of course, but it's not as boring and dull as it started. Yeah. yeah. God, that's an honorable mention. That game was so dope. The concept. Yeah. The concept was dope. The one like, the One Punch Man game too. I completely forgot about. I I have heard nothing of it. Yeah, I've heard nothing of it too. <laughs> so so not that's how honorable yeah, of a mention there, there, it is that we a, even gave it of, thought <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's a lot of anime like fighting games like that uh that uh that flopped i mean uh, look at dragon I, ball I know, fighters I know, jump, that's... I know jump force flopped i knew a lot of people were like hyped about it and it was because it would have been like, it would have been so good, good. it would have been so good if it was so much better with the combo systems oh yeah yeah the auto combos auto combos are kind of like the scourge of a. Uh, that's the, the thing i like about dragon ball fighters games. though that it's like fam or not fan friend it's like uh newcomer friendly yeah that's like okay if i'm gonna get my ass beat three you know i'm gonna hit you at least yeah. once with this auto combo if you're gonna do auto combos you should have developers if there are any developers looking you know listening to this game and if you're for some reason developing a fighting game and if for some reason planning i'm doing an auto combo actually look to absolver for fighting for <laughs> auto combos because that game has the auto creator combos. of smash bros just listening to this yeah yeah <laughs> he's like i got you i got you can you imagine if the next game he makes is the most well-balanced like fighting game to ever exist and it yeah. still comes second into comparison to smash bros yeah i think i just quit yeah. <laughs> I, I, still, I still can't believe that 
that Smash Bros. won fighting game of the year. And his 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 congratulatory speech is it's not a fighting game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, his speech like, was uh, like, this isn't a fighting game. Why are you giving me this award? It's like Bruce Please Willis. Stop. I forgot, like, just recently in the last five years, he won an award for something. Yeah. And his speech was, Die Hard's not a fucking Christmas movie. Oh. And then got off because everyone says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And he's like, it's not a fucking Christmas movie. And then leaves. That's literally the American version of Sakurai saying it's not a fighting game. <laughs> Please don't give me this award. That's like if NBA 2K won best fighting game. I bet you, I bet you, I bet, I bet you Sakurai had this award for best fighting game of the year. And even though he's a huge advocate for fighting games, probably went home and just stuffed, <laughs> and just stuffed that thing on the top shelf in his garage, never to be seen again. No, I think, I think he just scratched out the plate and then wrote the other people who were like, uh what is it who were like up uh, runner up <laughs> just just scratch out the plate and just put in platform party game <laughs> <laughs> is it a best fighting game it's, best it's, platform party game yeah <laughs> plus best platformer <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd be like that sounds a lot better <laughs> but yeah uh as always thank you so much for uh joining me today rob i appreciate it yeah and uh do you have any last words of advice to anyone or anything that's on your head right now no, not really. Oh, well, look at that. All I got to tell you is don't feed rice to pigeons because it'll uh, explode. I guess the only thing we can say is because it's less than a month away now is that it's our one year anniversary coming up. That's going to be a funny episode. Yeah. The only like I, I'm going to be honest. I have nothing planned. It's literally just like it's going to be the most awkward podcast because usually yeah. like we say our name, whatever. Here's the topic. There's going to be nothing planned for it. <laughs> We're going to just be it's it's going to mimic the first podcast episode we had okay okay where we were so unprofessional we had no idea what we were talking about we couldn't keep the pace going or or we can react to our first podcast episode good lord <laughs> that would be so uh, we could we honestly could but good golly i don't know i would just yeah. the mic quality alone yeah our, our, our plan within like we have less than a month to do it but our plan is to push out quite a few episodes and then uh have you know have these episodes out in time for our one-year anniversary that's coming up pretty soon so. i i'm excited because <laughs> the mic quality alone is gonna make me cringe yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's true because right now we're talking on a four hundred dollar and a sixty dollar microphone yeah as to what a ten dollar plug-in into my <laughs> yeah. iphone it's yeah. crazy how far you can make it within a year yeah yeah no yeah we uh yeah we started this off by literally just plugging <laughs> in a tiny little like microphone you know like those microphones that you like clip onto like people's they're, yeah, shirts? Like, they're like lav mics i think is what they're called they're yeah. lav mics yeah it was, it's something like that but even like like shittier quality <laughs> plugged into a dongle onto an iphone <laughs> and, and, and like the, and it wasn't even like hanging or anything like in the air to like have like no disruptions no it was sitting right on top of the table yeah it sounds like we were in a tunnel every episode <laughs> and then like progressively you'd hear our voices get better and better you'd hear our speech patterns get better because our very first episode was not as bad as the lost episode which for some reason, my computer deleted it. But then after oh. we updated or uploaded the first episode, a couple weeks later, it goes, hey, remember this episode? I'm like, oh, this was so cringy. Yeah. But it was so good because it was authentic. Yeah. It was so authentic of us being awkward. Yeah. Because uh, that first episode, we had to re-record. 
Yeah. Because what was it, like an yeah, hour and a right. half to three hours we sat there? Yeah, we sat there for, for like a long time. God, that was so annoying. And then we tried to upload it and we were like, wait, where to go? <laughs> yeah, it's not here. And the dude, the dedication we had to that episode was insane. Yeah, and so we're just like, well, time to sit back down and uh, record another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that we remembered everything too. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, almost like verbatim. That was, that was. What does that word mean again? Like, like weird, crazy? Verbatim. I'm pretty sure it's like, pretty sure. Because I've heard it before and I think I might have used it wrong. I don't know if it's a word. Or, honestly, I don't know if it's a word or a saying. I got you. What's the definition of verbatim? It should be like, it's like perfect, like matches up perfectly. Yeah, that's what, okay. Yeah, so I was using this correctly. Yep. In the exact same words as were used originally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I have been using that correctly then. So I actually didn't know what the word meant. Go yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. My memory is really weird. I remember things, but like not actually, if that makes sense. Like me, if you ask me a question, I would not know. Then my brain will kick in and go, well, actually, it's this. I'm like, wait a minute. Where or, did I get this from? Like subconsciously remember it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much. And uh, as always, me and Rob this time, actually, instead of just me, uh, we'll catch you in the lobby next time you decide to queue up. Deuces. <laughs>